Welcome to Beneath the Maze. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, B.P. Murray, and tonight I've got another bombshell for you. How does the jester court the lost to support them? We discuss how and why the jester seeks to remove purpose from society, but that is only where the deception begins. That is phase one. Human nature drives people to seek a feeling of purpose. So corrupt leaders had an idea. What if we manufacture purpose and inject it into society in such a way that will lead the lost and broken on a path to support us? This would be too perfect, wouldn't it? Remove natural purpose and feed people a purpose that is guided to the jester. No way this is happening in America, right? Or is it? Let's dig a little deeper. Let's go 30 feet beneath the maze for episode 3, The Jester's Wheel. First, what does the corrupt leader ultimately seek? One with malicious intent, of course. Power and money, right? That's easy. The jester knows that it needs the support of the people to achieve power and money. So, if corrupt leaders can systematically remove purpose and create purpose that the jester has control over, power and money will flow to them like the Nile River. Hence, the jester comes up with an idea to exploit the vulnerable that they created. The jester manufactures purpose that it has control over by instituting a series of groups or communities, which will all ultimately vote for and donate money to the jester. A few of these so-called communities are Black Lives Matter, the Black community, BLM, the feminist community, the LGBTQIA sine cosine tangent exclamation point community the environmentalists, Antifa, or the democratic socialists. There are others that I'll discuss in future episodes, but these communities are all unique paths to the wheel. These communities are like a system of gears that power the jester's wheel. The lost wander aimlessly until they encounter the jester at the fork. And when I say jester at the fork, I'm referring to a message or messenger that brings lost and confused people into these communities. One who is lost is more easily guided 
more easily directed down the wrong path. The jester courts the lost to its wheel based on how the jester believes each individual will fit in, so to speak. Picture the scenario of a person who lost their job and now lacks a feeling of purpose. The jester says, oh, I'm so sorry you lost your job. I see that you are black. It's probably because of racism. We have a group called Black Lives Matter that can help you through these tough times. You'll want path number three. Who does BLM vote for and give money to? The same corrupt leaders that remove purpose from society? Do you see this scheme beneath the maze? Do you see this scheme in this scenario? Lost job lacks purpose, feeling down, angry, emotional, lost. One who's lost is more easily guided. The jester steps in, shouts racism, and says, we have a group. Purpose is given. The group is your purpose now. Fighting racism is your purpose now. Or how about this? Oh, I'm so sorry your family isn't supporting you because of your gender identity choices. Shame on them. You are doing the right thing, dear. Cheer up. We have a support structure called the LGBTQ community. Door number one on the left. Family pillar successfully dismantled. Manufactured purpose installed. Mission accomplished. Purpose was lost by the policies that the jester pushes. Their policies created a lost individual, and their messages send you to a group that provides an artificial feeling of purpose. And the group provides money and power to the jester. It's a wheel. Hi, Miss Jane Doe. How can I help you? What's that? Your religion doesn't believe in abortion? That's crazy. Our feminist community believes in women's rights. You'll want the second right after the Kool-Aid stand. Religion pillar dismantled. Manufactured purpose implemented. Wow, your best friend is a climate change denier. That's insane. Don't talk to them anymore. Block everyone on social media who disagrees with you. Join our fight to save the planet. Down door number five. All of these groups vote for and donate money to the same leaders that seek to remove the feeling of purpose from society. Their goal is to achieve power and money by exploiting these groups. The multi-step process is remove purpose from society, confuse people, keep them in the maze, keep people in a state of confusion until they encounter the jester at the fork
who will place them in a group which votes for and donates money to the jester. I'll dive deeper into how the jester manufactures purpose in a minute. First, let's look at where each of these communities are focused. Ironically, there is no individualism in these communities. They are one. They are taught and influenced to think and act as one. It's monolithic, anti-individualist. If you step outside the box that the jester has graciously created for you within these communities, you will be cast out, shunned, ridiculed. By doing this, it is a reminder to those within the grasp of the jester not to ever leave the box, not to ever question what is outside of it, not to even think for yourself for a moment. The dangers of these boxes far exceed that which the public is even aware of. What I'm about to show you has never been realized. The pieces haven't been put together by anyone you've listened to before. I know this because if it were known by all, it would shock the country. In case anything happens to me in the coming days, you who are listening to this must carry the torch. All right, here we go. It is a common thought that messages uttered by history's worst rulers would never resonate today. Messages like what? Who is the worst leader in history? What did he seek to do? What was his message? Who did he want his followers to target? How was he able to convince people to act on his hateful messages? How was he able to unite them all to target the opposition? Wait, wait, Murray. Are you implying that the communities in America would be receptive to a crazy message comparable to that of the worst leader in history? Well, let's explore these communities. Let's see if each one of them have a unique target, or perhaps the same target. How about this message? Pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. A chant commonly uttered by BLM. What are they saying? What are they really saying? Kill or attack? white police officers or a simpler version attack white people profession shouldn't matter people are people fry them like bacon kill them right that's that's what they're saying that's the underlying message 
Well, that's that's an exception, right? I mean, uh, other groups don't say anything else as comparable to this, do they? Have you heard this one? Eat the rich. This was a big one that is and has been chanted by democratic socialists as well as Antifa. Eat the rich. Wow. Okay. So kill rich people and eat the body? Okay. Gotcha. Kill people that you only know one thing about. That's the underlying message. Okay. So targeting the so-called rich, because in reality, wealth is relative, right? I mean, making $100,000 a year in New York is not the same as making 100000 a year in Wyoming. Either way, eat the rich. Wow. It's a message targeting the enemy of the jester, which these groups chant as well. Strange coincidence. How about the feminist groups? They aren't targeting a specific group, are they? Well, what is their biggest issue right now? Abortion rights? Yeah. When the Dobbs Supreme Court decision was leaked, churches across the nation were vandalized and had threatening messages spray-painted on them. On June 26th of this year, 2022, St. John Newman Catholic Church in Reston, Virginia, had a fire lit outside the building. Authorities confirmed the use of accelerants were used, and graffiti on the church's sign showed the words, This won't stop. A pro-life pregnancy center in Longmont, Colorado, sustained fire damage, and the words, If abortions aren't safe, neither are you, written on the building in black graffiti. So the feminist group targets those who are pro-life and those who are religious with death-threatening messages as well. Pro-life and religious people. Another target of the jester. The opposition. Interesting. So white people vote for the opposition. Pro-life and religious people vote for the opposition. How about the LGBTQ community? Are there any messages they have which are similar to these? How about this one? Misgendering someone is an act of violence. That is what the members of this community are instructed to believe. And in other parts of the world, Canada being one, it is already a crime to misgender someone. It's truly unbelievable how the jester was able to come up with and institute this message. Notice what the gain is when we look at the message. Misgendering someone is an act of violence. Okay, so if you believe that men are men and women are women, and if you speak what you believe to or near a person claiming a different gender, then you are the villain. You are the criminal. So many goals of the jester are being accomplished here. 
Do you see the unique design of this message? Number one, it's a silencing operation. Speak your mind and you've committed a crime. Speak the ideas of the opposition and you go to jail. Speak against the jester and get locked up. That's it. Don't tell me otherwise. Don't sugarcoat it. That's the message. Speak in opposition and get locked up. Number two, it's a green light to retaliate. If an LGBTQ person believes misgendering is violence and someone misgenders them, then they believe violence has been committed against them. Thus, retaliation gets the green light. Which brings me to number three. This message is a way to make the opposition the villain. That's the underlying message here. Similar to the others, target those who speak in disagreement. Those who disagree are evil, they are criminals, and they are committing acts of violence against you by disagreeing. So respond accordingly. Respond with violence if you need to, because they have already been violent to you. We hear speech is violence all the time. Hate speech, right? It's all hate speech. And the jester wants their followers to think speech is violence so that their followers feel the need to retaliate with more extreme methods than words. All right, where are we thus far? You got BLM attack white people, essentially. The message is never going to be as simple as attack white people. The jester knows the messaging cannot be that direct. It has to be clever, but accomplish the same goal. So they go, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. And if BLM is asked about this message, they say, oh, oh, we, we just mean cops who, you know, kill innocent black people. But the message doesn't encapsulate that at all. This is by design. The message is always able to contract and expand to keep the outsiders less critical and the insiders more aggressive. So BLM is instructed to target white people who disproportionately vote for the opposition. Democratic Socialists and Antifa eat the rich, target rich people who oppose the jester. Feminists target pro-life and religious people who also oppose the same corrupt leaders. And the LGBTQ community target those who disagree with the jester. It is no coincidence that all of these groups, communities, if you will, have a target or direction that leads them to the same place. Attack the opposition. Better their pawns get arrested for attacking the opposition than a higher ranking piece on the political chessboard. But if their pawns do get arrested, they will just push a policy like no cash bail 
because racism and proceed to get their pawns back on the game board. So there you have it. The worst leaders in history all had messages of hate that resonated with their supporters designed to target the opposition. And the jester today gives their communities similar messages. Pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. Speech is violence. Eat the rich. If abortions aren't safe, neither are you. Less direct messages, perhaps. But same end game. Attack the opposition. And if you step out of the box, leave the communities. Dare to think differently. You are shamed, ridiculed. The use of fear is implemented to keep their followers in the box. We are not as far as you think from the rhetoric that sparked the rise of the worst regime in world history. It is sad, but evident. When you are in one of these communities, you experience a feeling of purpose, so-called friends, and a different unique cause that all lead to the same place, power and money to the jester. The cause of each of these communities is always purpose-driven, because as I said earlier, the jester knows purpose, seeking purpose, is human nature. So the jester needs to keep their communities purpose-driven. The cause of each of these communities is the manufactured purpose all of which hover around rights or a better society. The jester appeals to the heart and emotion of their substituents. Emotional people are easier to manipulate. Gay rights or trans rights, women's rights, reparations for black people, health care is a right, it should be free, the jester convinces their followers that the opposition is always trying to take your rights away or that the opposition doesn't support the rights that your community feels it deserves. It's not about what policies work. It's about what sells. The jester keeps the message simple and easy to understand. They're good at what they do. The rights or societal goals that each community focuses on constantly evolves. Each community is chasing a goal or goals that the jester deems necessary and they will continue to chase it until or unless they leave the community. They'll continue to chase these goals until or unless they leave the community. They will keep running on the treadmill until they leave. Some life on the inside. I call this method that the jester uses to keep their people purpose-driven 
The chase. The chase never ends. The jester promises its people a perfect society, which is always right around the corner, but never obtained. Utopia is right there. If we can just get rid of... Fill in the blank. This approach yields a following that is always on the move, which simulates a feeling of purpose among them that is designed and altered at will by the jester, thereby replacing your natural feeling of purpose with manufactured purpose in which the jester has control over. Do you ever stop to ask yourself, what is the end game of these communities? There is no end game. <laughs> Abortion 30 years ago was safe, legal, and rare. Now it is abortion up until birth. This is designed by the jester. They want you to keep going. They don't want you to stop. Gay rights was a huge goal over the last 20 years. Gay rights were achieved over that same time. So okay, game over, right? Everyone on this train can go home now. No. The game doesn't end. The well was running dry. The jester saw it coming. So the cause for the LGBTQ community needed to be altered to keep the followers on the move. To keep the chase going. So, the transgender movement got the tap on the shoulder. The jester doesn't care what is and isn't accomplished by each community. Doesn't care if goals are accomplished by each gear that turns the wheel. No. As long as they keep running in the same direction. The jester is only concerned about keeping enough people on the treadmill. So the money and power flows like the Nile River. And as we know, that's what corrupt leaders care about. Power and money. There is no end game in these communities. There is only THE game. The political chess game of which each community is a pawn of the jesters. The tactic by which the jester courts the loss to the wheel is often rooted in fear. I have an entire episode dedicated to fear. For now, know this. When your purpose is gone, fear also increases. When you lack the four pillars of purpose, you are also more susceptible to fear because you have nothing to turn to for guidance or support. Quick example, when a kid is scared because they had a, a bad dream, where do they go? Mommy and daddy's room. It's human nature. When you are scared, you run to your pillars. When there are no pillars, you'll take whatever hand is reaching out to you. And so the jester uses messages of fear and extends its arm to you in the same breath. Here's an example. The world is going to end in 12 years if we don't combat climate change. 
and so the lost join the environmentalist cause. A chase that will never end, like a person on the treadmill, fueling the jester's wheel of power and money. The environmental goals will never end, for the sole reason that the jester needs people on the treadmill to energize their wheel of power and money. How about this one? The opposition is full of fascists like Hitler. They're going to kill you if you don't do something about it. And so the lost joins Antifa. And the chase will never end for them either. Police are killing black people just because they are black. Racism is taking over again. Slavery is making a comeback. We need to stop this. So the jester says. And the lost join BLM. Onto the treadmill they go, running in place for a generation, powering the jester's wheel and feeling purposeful in the process. Manufactured purpose that the jester has control over. That's all it is. All of which point to the same direction, same place. All of which yield votes and donations to the jester. And hate the opposition. They have power and money coming off an assembly line at this point. It has been running for decades now, and this is how they do it. Remove the natural feeling of purpose from individuals and inject manufactured purpose, which ultimately leads people to the wheel. The wheel that produces power and money for the jester. You think I'm wrong about all this? Fine. Disagree. Don't shoot the messenger simply because you don't like what you hear. But I'm going to guess that most of you listening do agree, because the circumstantial evidence is overwhelming. Some of you may be thinking, hey, Murray, it's all doom and gloom, man. How do we stop this? Well, the key to solving problems is first identifying and fully understanding them. Until now, I'd venture to guess you haven't heard this theory yet. That's because even many of the leaders who oppose the jester are still messing around on the surface. They're spending way too much time trying to direct traffic, you know, tell people why not to go down different paths in the maze. And even though they're right, the maze still exists. The rules in society that divide and confuse people are still there. Show people why the deception is intentional. That was and is the goal of this podcast. We know people are walking down the wrong path and that they continue to do so. Instead of spending years and years telling people to choose the right path, instead, inform them why the wrong path was created to begin with. Put those pieces together, then and only then will people start to understand enough 
about how society works to start walking down the right path. The jester is focused on the nation's new voters and constantly thinks of ways to influence the new batch of voters, to side with them. As I mentioned in episode two, the young are easier to deceive. And it is no coincidence that younger voters support the jester by a ratio of two to one in America. If the jester knows younger voters are easier to manipulate, and has done so, then wouldn't a move on the chessboard be to try and keep people young? But how? You can't keep people young, can you? Physically? No. But mentally? Hmm. Maybe. How? How can the jester keep people mentally young? We'll dissect this in great detail in episode four, The Fountain of Youth. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. We've got a long way to go 